Hey man, this is Bruce Pritchard, and this guy over here you're going to hear in a minute is uh, Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to the Schmaz. Hey, hey. Sierra, Hotel, India. So what are you going to do? Are you going to Echo, you us, Lima, A, Delta, A, Shield. So are you going to have, like, are you just going to get into Hell in the Cell and hey, do SmackDown and then come to Raw or what? We're recording live, bro. Mm-hmm. This is the shoot. This is a shoot we are interview. We, we are That's recording. We're all, it's, a all schmaz, it's a schmaz opening. It's a schmaz opening. What's up, everybody? Uh, welcome to the Schmaz. We're here. We can't make any promises. Eric and I are out of it. Kevin's got no sleeves. We don't know what the fuck's going on. Welcome to the Schmaz, everyone. Um, big week for wrestling. Uh, a lot of news, you know, coming off the heels of a solidly uh, average to above average pay per view, or whatever you call it now, on the network, Hell in a Cell. Uh, Raw, SmackDown, Lucha Underground, lots to talk about. What's going on, NXT, guys? NXT, Return of War Games. Yeah, it's that that too. Um, the women's title match is shaping up. I mean, I, I feel really guilty because when you guys mention NXT, I'm just like, oh, it's like that bill that I keep forgetting to pay. It's like a traffic oh, it's ticket. Good. I like I like NXT. I've been watching it. I actually like the Patrick kid from the uh, from Tough Enough, and he does the uh, <laughs> he's, like, he's the Velveteen Dream or whatever he is. Oh my god, his finisher's sweet, man. Is he like, is he uh, like an elbow drop? Well, he bounces from the second rope like he just jumps. He he's like facing the guy on the middle rope, and he jumps up to the top rope and then launches for this elbow drop. But it's like he friggin' the, the height he gets is just insane, and I like the feud he's starting with Alistair Black too. He's starting a program with Alistair Black. Oh yeah. Will it? Oh, yeah. Will it's, this? Will, will this lead to a match at NXT Takeover Houston? War Games. Yeah. Is that I, what the, I, I believe so. Yeah. Um, that guy was clearly, you know, one of the more talented ones on Tough Enough, but uh, he was kind of a dick. You know, a, a weird attitude. He, he, he was a, a little arrogant in some yeah. regards, but I mean, some of the stuff yeah, well, he was true. Like, I mean, you know, he got into it with some guys or people that like didn't know wrestling, and they were yeah. in, you know, on tough enough. And no, he, that's true. You he, can obviously see because the guy's honing his craft. I mean, he's not bad. I want to. I, I want to go back and watch that. Actually, I uh, I, I saw uh, some interview and. A couple of those contestants were on it, and it just made me realize how much I, uh, I actually did enjoy that when it was on. And I, I, I remember when they released it on the network, I was watching all the Tough Enough from the beginning, this the season that Stone Cold hosted, all of it. I enjoy Tough Enough a lot. Yeah, it was, and he's yeah. and he's pretty young, isn't he? <laughs> he's yeah, very young. He, I think he was really young, so he's, he's probably in his, in his he's in his twenties, twenty three. 24. He was young, yeah. And um, he wrestled uh, Leo Rush, who they just signed, who's like 21, <laughs> 22. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's 22. Yeah. So, I mean, they got a lot of young talent and stuff on NXT. They've reloaded NXT, so. Well, look, I'm, I'm just as guilty as Kyle, though. I haven't watched NXT, and I can't remember the last time I've watched, you know. But, you know. Well, uh, a lot of stuff, like I said, there's a lot of stuff on. It's hard to watch everything. Well, NXT is just like Eric brings it up every week, and I feel like, literally, like it's just it's the bill that I forget to pay, and I uh, I feel guilty about it. 
do I really do want to watch? I, I want to see Adam Cole. I, you know, I want to see Aleister Black. I want to see the, you know, what's going on with the women. It's, uh, you know, it's a yeah. Good... They had the Street Profits on last night. They're always fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, shit, man. Okay, I'm gonna watch. It. <laughs> Did you watch Lucha Underground? <laughs> Ultimo or Ultimo Lucha Trace? Did you watch the third the... part? Did you watch this last one? No, so there's a thing with that. My DVR didn't record yesterday, and then when I went to the on demand and I went to the part three, it was part two all over again. You got to uh, same thing. You got to buy it on iTunes, like two dollars. What do you mean buy it? I have the El Ray channel. Well, you missed it, so you got to get taxed. You got to pay two dollars. You got to to watch it. You got to buy it. It's two dollars. I'll give you two dollars. It's terrific. It's worth that ladder match is insane. The ladder match was who Who was in that ladder match? It was match? A Pentagon Dark versus... Um, um, oh, fuck. It was Pentagon versus... Oh, I'm, this is so embarrassing. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it was a great match, though. I promise. I promise. I promise. You know, it was uh, Pentagon Dark versus. Um, was it the Triple Threat? No, this was a one-on-one ladder match for the uh, the belt a medallion for, for the, the belt. For the you know the gift of the gods title. Okay. It was on a it was on a ladder. God damn it! I, I this is driving me crazy. And there was also right sexy star versus yeah that was a weird match because I mean you know that was the match that kind of uh, you know she got the belt ripped away from her and given to sexy star uh, Taya yes oh man come on bud this I, I have I, to edit this part bud. I yeah I I can't move on it's, until it's all, I, it's all part of the experience <laughs> what experience it's all part of the spa's experience. Man, it was so great. It was uh, Pentagon Dark versus... Uh, it was a good match. <laughs> Wasn't it against... Was it against... Uh, what's his name? The um, the dude that was in... Um, Rey Mysterio. No, the guy that was in... He was in... Uh, the other guy from Tough Enough? Son of Havoc. Son of Havoc. Oh, God okay. damn it. Oh, man, there's all these spoilers. Don't look, man, because it's already been, it's way taped. I want to see next week. Next week's the final one, right? That's the Mundo versus Puma and the uh, Rey Mysterio's uh, protege versus Donnie, whatever, Cueto's brother, whatever, cousin, dragon nephew. Dragon Azteca? No. Oh, the, the, the dude, the dude with the mask. That that's that was hilarious. <laughs> I will say every God. single every single match. Um, I mean, it feels like every match, at least every episode, has blood, has color, mm. and oh, um, God, yeah. You know, I'm not like of the school that like everything needs blood or needs color. However, it. Uh, it does get you invested, you know. And when you're watching a Hell in a Cell match, no matter how good it is, when there's the absence of color, it does, you know. And I hate saying that because I loved both the tag match and the Shane KO match, but you know, it should be said that I mean, without the blood, it does take away, right? Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you say that? Oh, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I do, yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Kevin. Uh, no, I mean, it's when you think about the best Hell in a Cell matches, I mean, you just associate that. I mean, the the first one ever, Bad Blood, I mean, it was one of the best Hell in a Cell matches, one of the, one of the better matches, you know, in history. And, I mean, Sean, you know, bled like a stuffed pig in that match. I mean, that just it tell, helps tell a story, and that's the whole point. You do it not just to scare people or just to do it, just to do it, but to help further a story and to get somebody. You know, they don't need to get over anymore, but with the heat that was going on in their rivalry already, 
I mean, why not? You've already had blood. It's almost like you were kind of foreshadowing there might have been blood in this match with the Vince thing. So I was surprised they didn't. I thought they would. But, I mean, overall, I still thought it was awesome match. I mean, it that's was a great, great, that, that's but, um, a great point that, that they there was color in not even a go-home edition of SmackDown Live to set up this feud. And then you have the actual cell match and there's no color. Um, I don't want to spend um, all... All the time on this, but because I, I think it was a great match, and and uh, there's a couple of comparisons that I wanted to draw from the Bad Blood Shawn Michaels Undertaker match and this one. But go ahead, E. Well, I mean, I, I agree with you guys on the level of <clears throat> it is it, it's hell in a cell match. It, it now it's kind of gone where it's just a match. Before it was like. Oh my God, this match is going to be horrific. And I want to say, I mean, you know, jumping off the cage, like that was a great match, but still I thought the tag match was more, more innovative with like chaining, you know, tying him up or uh, trapping him in the corner with all the kendo sticks and, and, uh, you know, tying Xavier Woods, handcuffing him up there. It just seemed more torturous, like hell in a cell, I'm, and and it just seemed like the cage was kind of just there and and used as obviously uh, Shane McMahon's launching pad. But I did like what they did on top of the cage. I thought it was great. But it, again, it's not hell in a cell. It's kind of lost the meaning. It's just well, a giant cage match. Well, the fact that there's a pay per view devoted to it, as opposed to making, you know, the match once a year or once every other year. That, you know, just making it a pay-per-view title, Hell in a Cell. Making it, like, the most, like, uh, heated rivalry of the year, like, ends at Hell in a Cell. Yeah, that I agree with. I I, I disagree with you about uh, the tag match being better. I I thought the tag match was spectacular, and I, I agree with the innovation of... The kendo sticks and things, but, but, uh, and, and, uh, you know, and I, I was invested. I, I was totally emotionally invested. But the Shane KO match did something to me that the tag match certainly didn't do. And I, I, I'd never seen the Bad Blood match. I'd never watched that all the way through. And obviously, the Pritchard episode, uh, last week talked about Bad Blood 97 and spoke a lot about the Hell in a Cell match. And, I'm assuming we all watched it, you know, uh, within the last week. It really um, had this element of mystery where like, I didn't know what was going to happen next. I I was, like, almost scared, you know, to, for Sean. Like, what's going to happen to him uh, when the door shuts? He was scared, you know, and... There was this. There was a similar element of that with Shane and KO. I, I didn't know what they were going to do next, and you know, I was genuinely like concerned for Shane to do something that he was going to do something crazy, which he did. And it's you know, if you believe the dirt sheets, uh, he, you know, he hurt himself. You know, he's fucked up. His neck might be really messed up. Uh, I don't think he's paralyzed or anything, but like if you if you read the dirt sheets, if you believe that stuff. Uh, you know, maybe we're being worked. Who knows, bro? But he uh, supposedly has hurt his neck really bad, you know, and uh, has got contusions and all kinds of stuff. But um, th- that match really kept me on the edge of my seat, and there was a lot of suspense, and I really, really did enjoy that. And the story, the going into it, I thought was a lot stronger than the tag match. So there was more at stake. And then bringing in Sami Zayn at the end of it was just... You know, that was just the nail in the coffin um, to bookend that match, you know, uh, in, in such a way. I don't know. I I really enjoyed it. Man. Yeah, shout out to the cameraman getting that angle of uh, Shane coming off and, you know, Zane just grabbing Kevin Owens oh, literally you, at the last second. You only get one shot at that. Um, that, was, that was well executed. T, but it was great. Did you think it was out of nowhere? Did you think yeah. Shane was going to go up there, Kev? Did you think he was going to climb the no. the cage again and jump? I didn't. Well, I definitely didn't think that 
they would get anybody thrown off. You know, I mean, I for a split second thought, is he going to do what he said he was going to do and throw him off the cage? But I mean, when you start to think about it, that's just a bump. You can't, you just can't do that. But uh, but the Owens one kind of reminded me of uh, Vince's bump a little bit. Oh yeah, massacre. You know, of that course. was kind of a simpler spot, exact. But um. I mean, you kind of when he went and started going up there, I was like, he's going to do the same thing. He'll do the same thing he did to Taker. So once he started climbing, you knew what he was going to do. But the, you know, the Zayn thing, I had no idea, no idea that that was ever going to happen. So I loved, I loved the spot where KO's on the top of the cage, and uh, he doesn't want to jump. Um, I yeah. just that was like perfect psychology. It, it really, you know, it, I mean, I think we all had that thought. Like, what are you crazy? And you know he was like, "What am I crazy?" <laughs> it's like, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not doing this. Fuck this. You know, it was, uh, yeah, it was just, it was terrific. I, you know, I, um, my fear now though is that Shane's gonna be gone, and we're not gonna see Vince, we're not gonna see Stephanie, we're not gonna see Triple H, we're not gonna see any McMahon or, you know, any you know uh, outside authority figure. Interfere in this story, so it's going to kind of fall flat, just like the Seth Rollins Triple H thing did, uh, KO Universal Title thing did way back when. You know, it's and and if that happens, it'd be a bummer if we don't see anything, uh, you know, until the Rumble or whatever. Um, but uh, if if they, it, I don't know, I I don't want to be negative, but I feel like that's kind of what happens. Something really cool. Happens for a few weeks and then, you know, it goes away. I also don't think that, like you said earlier, I don't think it's as serious as they're making it seem to be with it, with uh, Shane's injuries. But I definitely, when you look at him land, I would definitely assume he's got something wrong with a shoulder and some ribs. But, um, I mean, like neck trauma and stuff like that. I, I just, I don't know. I mean, that's a that's a hard fall. It's a long fall. I mean, that's legitimately twenty feet. And uh, when you see those views, like from up top looking down, and you really see how far that is. I mean, even when you're jumping into a fucking pool from that high, you just don't want to do it, you know. And you got to jump onto a table that is somewhat padded, but not really. And got to hit it in the right spot. It's not a huge. Time. It is it's not a, a hard bump to take, you know. Yeah, Shane's known to do that. I mean, that's what he loves to do. He loves doing that. So the, the, it's not a large target. It is not. Yeah, a large he's not target. a large target. And like, I mean, he just when he hit it, I was watching it with Karen. And Karen's like, "What's he doing?" I'm like, "Oh, he's about <laughs> to friggin' do his crossing on his on his chest, and he's about to jump off, man." And and she's like, "No way!" And the when he hit, she he just crumpled, and she's like, "He's not. He's not okay." <laughs> He's not okay. I, and I said, she said, you know, I thought I thought they don't get hurt, Eric. I'm like, well, they, they get hurt. <laughs> you know, get obviously. What? But um, it just it was uh, it was nuts. It did I mean, seem like his first landing in Dallas was cleaner than this one. Yeah. Would yeah, you say this that? one kind of? I mean, I don't know. It was good. I mean, I did notice the tables were, you know, they had padding or whatever on them as they were taking stuff off of them. But that still isn't going to, you know, it's not going to do tons to you. So it's not saving you that much. So he's legitimately hurt. But overall, I like the pay-per-view. I like the surprise element. As soon as. You know, in the U.S. title match, as soon as uh, the Perfect Ten got got entered into that, I knew Corbin was going to win it. But he, as soon as he did, I was like, "Oh, he sucks, man." Uh, Ty Dillinger, I'm sorry, you guy is so boring. Uh, you oh, know, he's he's t- way better than fucking Corbin, and and Corbin's promo to end SmackDown. And for him to go over clean, what a you're fucking. I was going to ask you guys what you thought about. That about him. It's a joke. I thought he was gonna completely win. clean. I I thought it was he was gonna sneak away by disqualification. You know, using the title champion's advantage, and and that you know would kind of end that, and AJ would move on, and and so what, uh, so forth. But no, no, let's give him a clean win over AJ. I don't. And then well, do you think that ends it even this, more though with AJ? Do you think that puts more of a you know an end to it where he gets his rematch? Okay, he loses clean, whatever. 
I'm moving on to bigger, better things. You know, exactly. Then you can move AJ to whatever. I don't think I, – I, I like the booking, frankly. I, I want AJ away from the title picture, and this is the perfect time to do it because Survivor Series, he'll be in that match. Then you move into the Rumble. He's going to win the Rumble. He's in the world title picture at WrestleMania. It, you know, that's, that, I, that is, without a doubt, AJ's trajectory. The U.S. title he, does not – there's no more he can do for that title. He has elevated that belt – I don't know if I put it on Corbin. You know, I was texting with you guys and with Walt about this. Like, I mean, you know, Rude, Ziggler, Rusev. There's a lot of guys that could use that U.S. title. I don't know who the fuck Rusev pissed off, but he's like mm. a, a guy that's built like him, that's got a character like him, that's uh, and he's uh, he's funny. Like he's got comedic ability. He's yes, he's great in the ring. Like I don't understand. Why we're not seeing uh, a Rusev push, and I hate, I hate being that guy that says they they got they're not pushing him right. Why is he getting a push? I hate that word. It's so annoying when people use it, but like, but it's true with Rusev. I don't understand why he's not uh, being utilized properly. Uh, uh, you know, there's uh, you know in the Russo podcast. They're always talking about you know guys with wives backstage. It's tricky, you know, and uh, a writer said something to Lana or gave Lana a look and didn't sit right with Rusev and whatever, whatever. And, uh, you know, who knows? It's all rumor and innuendo. But th- there's a reason that guy is, you know, doesn't have gold and is essentially just, a, a you know, a job guy currently. And uh, he does not look like a job guy. He doesn't work like a job guy. So I don't know why he's being booked like a job guy. Um, the fact that Ty Dillinger is, you know, get, getting better matches on, uh, uh, you know, on a pay per view than, than Rusev is uh, a little silly to me. But who knows? You know, that guy. It's, could... it's weird. And it's weird to it's it's weird to see where he's at now, where he's been the last what two three years, where or the last couple of years, and then when he entered, I mean, the the winning streak he was on, how long that whole thing went, and uh, he was unbeatable and. And everything, and then you know now look, it's 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 kind of sucks for you know the character and for all that, but but you're right. I mean, is there something more? You know, we don't know, but yeah. I mean, I I, I rarely uh, do that where I I like assume that somebody's pissed someone off in the back, but like with Rusev, I really have to question that because he really is that good. It, you know, uh, he's a monster heel, and he's funny, and he's charming, and can be sensitive, you know, and, and play that whole angle too. So. He could be a baby face down the road. There's money in Rusev, and I don't. I just feel like it's a lost opportunity. Uh, but you know, um, and I want Bobby Roode to be a heel. You know, I don't think he's nearly as entertaining as a baby face. Um, I, you know, because it seems like he's working baby face kind of, but I don't believe him. You know, he's a, he's he's Triple H a Jace man. Like, make that guy a heel. I don't know why they changed his character from what he was doing in NXT. It was perfect. You know, I, I know that I know what you're gonna say, Eric, that's what they're working towards, and I love that. Like but like let's just get there already. I just I, I don't know. No, they knew, I mean, like, they knew I the said, crowd was gonna, you know. Sorry. Yeah, well I mean like I had texted earlier. It's it's easy to be a heel. Much easier to be a heel of than course. it is to be a face. I agree. And right, right now he's getting that face pop. So why not put him in, in that face position and run it? You know he's everybody knows he's going to be a heel at some point. But hey, get him recognized right now as a as a a face and an introduction to like you know the younger crowd or whatnot. And you know what, you're right. That is absolutely very well put. Very well said. There's a whole audience who did not watch him on NXT. You're right. Uh, enough said. Um, that match, I you know, I could care less about that match. Um, no, I like Ziggler's. I love his new entrance, man. Well, or lack thereof. <laughs> Where it goes to nothing. But this is like the most you, you care. And then he gets pinned, and what does he do? He goes and. Bam, hits him with this finisher like right after the match. I mean, it just those guys are gonna have a good little little feud going here for a little bit and 
stuff. I, it, it's just the title picture in, on SmackDown really bothers me, though. Yeah. That's where I, that's where I think he's going to go, though. I, I think Rude and Ziggler, honestly, I think they're done. I want to see, uh, I think Rude will get with um, Corbin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. If yeah, not, if, soon, if not, you know, sometimes oh, soon. Oh, yeah, but I'm, I'm also talking about now, we're talking getting into the title, title picture. You, yeah, I, um, I don't think it's Jinder's fault, because I really, I really love, I love Jinder Mahal. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, you can only make so much chicken salad out of chicken shit, right? I, 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 this guy is not being booked well at all, and... I, I gotta say, I know this is gonna, I don't know, upset some people, but I'm not, um, I, I don't like Nakamura on SmackDown. <laughs> I don't, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't like him on there. Is this who you're gonna talk about? This, I, this might, this might be the time to. I, yeah, I don't wanna, I, you know, here it is. Like, certain people, like Ric Flair could have a match with anybody, right? Macho Man could have a match with anybody. Seth Rollins, Shawn Michaels, there's just certain guys that could have a match with anybody. Um, I don't really feel that way about you know my, my favorite of all time, Stone Cold. I don't know that Stone Cold could have a great match with anybody. But his character's so good, he's so good on the mic, it doesn't matter. Nakamura is so specific, his style is so like it is so nuanced. And, and 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 specialized it doesn't work with everybody and it really doesn't work with Mahal and I, I think that they put him with Nakamura to hoping Shinsuke would kind of carry that load in the ring and I I just those they're not good matches man they're not good and the program is not good uh, Nakamura is I'm not if I had only seen him on SmackDown and I'd never seen him on NXT, I I would not like him at all. And I know a couple people who didn't watch him on NXT and they feel the same way. And I feel bad saying that, but go ahead. It's it's just like a, it's fizzled out, you know. That's the kind of the feeling I I got with them like he's and you can even hear it. People are starting to boom a little bit. He's not getting a ton of cheers anymore. It's a little more flat when he comes out. And and I've said this over and over. I mean, anytime he's about to cut a promo, I just I try so hard to listen to his promos. And it's like it's a pain to listen to him go through it. It really is for me. I, I don't know. It's it's hard to like his matches are just kind of the same thing, his entrance. It's funny how we're in a day and age where all these big entrances, like they're always very timed out with when guys are doing stuff, you know, throwing their arms up or doing something in time with their entrance music. And and he's got times he probably could do it. And he just doesn't play to any of that at all. He just kind of goes out there and just is doing his own thing. Like he's just kind of zoned out of his own music. Just he's just starting to kind of get old with me. I don't know. I'm not I'm just not what? in Nakamura anymore at all. Um, Eric. Before you go, I, you know, um, Jim Ross just kind of said the same thing that you said, Kevin. Uh, JR has called a lot of Nakamura matches in Japan. And he said that the guy he sees on SmackDown Live is not the guy that he saw in, in Japan. <laughs> and, um, and he didn't say it to be mean. You know, that he, is, he just said it like... That is not the man I met. Yeah. <laughs> he just <laughs> I think his point was that, like, you know, if you shouldn't need to work with AJ Styles to deliver a certain caliber of a match, right? I mean, I don't know. I just feel like he's phoning it in. Maybe he's old. He's old, dude. He's tired. I don't know. I mean, it's just like, I I don't know. Eric, what do you have to say? Uh, I mean, you guys pretty much said it all. I I don't know if it's he's being just not given the right uh, direction or whatnot. I mean, obviously, the the Mahal thing, I think, was anyway too early for him. I thought it was too soon for him to be in in that kind of title picture. He should have been in 
you know, in the U.S. title picture. But he is a guy that can only work with certain people. Um, but I, I, I think it'd be more interesting maybe to have him on Raw where he's like the, the little guy getting beat up by, you know, the bigger guys, but he's just fighting his way through. He could almost play kind of a, you know, a Daniel Bryant type character with all the big guys on Raw, but he needs a mouthpiece. Well, yeah. He needs no, a Funaki. He needs a Mr. Fuji. He needs a Slick Rick. He needs a goddamn Bobby the Brain Heenan. No, you 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 said it. I mean, it's uh, I I feel it's a bummer to say that, but I mean, you know, we're in America. I mean, it's like this, you know, it's a, it's an American television series. You know, I mean, if you know, the Sopranos, even Furio spoke fucking English. I mean, it, you know, it's like it was broken English, but at least he he had a very thick Italian accent. He's a guy from Italy that could speak English. You know, and if you're not going to talk a lot, then make what he says important and don't make it cheesy, you know, or give him a manager, you know, make Heyman work on SmackDown. Uh, the months he's not working with the Beast, that can lead to a Nakamura-Lesnar match. I don't know, but I agree. He needs a mouthpiece. I, he needs something. Um, but it it does bother me when there's a guy that has all this hype and they can only work with like certain people. Uh, I just it, and that's why I don't like Lesnar. It's like it's that part time part timer mentality. Um, it's why I don't like Bray Wyatt. I feel like Bray Wyatt is the same way. You know, uh, I feel like he can't work with like anybody, but I feel like there's certain people that can get a match out of him. Um, so I don't know. Uh, you know, the, I, whatever. I, I just uh, it, it's fizzling out for me too, and uh, that's a bummer because he was, you know, he was doing great in NXT. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I mean, yeah. I don't know what it is. Just it's just not the same. Okay, um, who marked out on Monday Night Raw for the reunion of The Shield? Um, I'll go first. I did. I, I, <laughs> you know, I mean, this uh, This is the perfect, uh, you know, something is, it, it, I don't know, man. Like, some factions make stars. Obviously, Evolution created Batista, created Randy Orton. You know, it solidified Triple H, what he is. The Four Horsemen, you know. I mean, DX launched Triple H, you know, into superstardom. You know, so factions historically have done that. The Shield is interesting because it did that. You know, all three of these guys are former world champions many times over. But, um, but... Uh, you know, when they reunite, man, it is really, really special. There's magic there. And I, uh, I am so excited. I, I, I know that it's a short-lived reunion, really only to get Reigns over as a babyface. Uh, but I could care less. I, I'm enjoying it while it's happening. And, um, you know, this also just it goes to show you how great The Miz is. Like, no one is better than The Miz right now. No one. I mean, that guy is making everyone cheer for Roman Reigns. Nobody else could do that. Nobody. And uh, that's, you know, that's really incredible. I, I love everything that, that Mike Mizanin is doing right now. And I love the reunion of the Shield. And I'm really excited for that TLC match. All right. Go ahead. So are those the, are those the two questions, really, is... How long will this last, and then who's going to be the one to turn this time? I don't think anybody's going to turn on anybody, and I don't think they're going to break up formally anytime soon. I, I, I don't think we're going to see. Well, you said short. You said short lived. Well, I think the only Shield match. I think we're going to see a couple of Shield matches, you know. But then the Rumble, they'll kind of go their separate ways, but reunite, you know, on Raw here and there. It, the, the, there won't be a dramatic chair shot to the back in two months, is what I'm saying. Does it mean that, like, because I had thought that they were going to set up the shield and that would be the long term, you know, or however long they want to do it, picture to get them together and have, you know, who knows, maybe that would inevitably put 
reigns over as a heel where he could turn on them or if you're going to turn ambrose if you're going to whatever try to turn rollins again and say yeah it was my plan to get us all back together again so i could screw us all over again but it, it's just kind of trying to make sense of it that's not going to happen uh, none of those things are going to happen they're they're going to make money off this they're going to tour I love, yeah i love a like after like the second time oh, they show up they shirts. got shirts they got the shirts <laughs> laying around Hey, check this out. Oh, great. Um, Eric, you are not smiling. Uh, I mean, I, I wasn't like, I guess I wasn't marking out as much as you guys. I know that. I, so, I, I, I mean, I love the good. Miz in it. I don't like the Miz's, you know, Sheamus and Cesaro, I guess, because they're kind of feuding with Rollins and Ambrose, but. I, I am now more interested in the fact that they brought in Braun Strowman to the picture because uh, it should be interesting. But it, it is. It's a throwaway pay-per-view. It's a nostalgic match. It's like, sure. like you guys, here we go. We're going to put them together. And I agree with you. I don't think anybody's going to turn on anybody. I think they're kind of just going to go. You know, back to doing the tag team division after Survivor Series. What are they? I, what are they wrestling for? Uh, Isn't there nothing? TLC match. Yes, yeah, a, a TLC match. TLC so it's match. a ladder match. So right. So they would have to be climbing the ladder for some reason. No, TLC ladders and chairs. Yeah, a TLC match is just an extreme. Just, rules. Use everything. Yeah, I mean, look, they might eventually get to the point where all the gold is on the line. I don't. I don't know if I don't think they need to do that. I mean, this the shield is back. You know, it's a TLC match. I mean, who? You know, it's. But uh, yeah, yeah, but I like what Eric said. That does make everything so much better. Adding Strowman in because if it was just Miz and you know, whoever, um, wait, is it gonna be Miz? It's gonna be Miz, the Bar, and Strowman. Strowman, the yeah. Bar, the Bar. Yeah. So I mean that. It would already would have been interesting, but you would have given it to the Shield regardless. But with Strowman in there, you know, who knows? Well, in that kind of environment with tables, ladders, chairs. I mean, that'll be a good match. I'm glad that Strowman is in the main event picture still. Uh, I'm glad that Rollins is back where he belongs in the main event picture. You know, and uh, hey, man, I-, I love Roman Reigns. You know, and uh, I- you know, I'm a mark for Reigns, and it's great to hear him get cheered. The guy fucking deserves to get cheered, man. And, you know, and I hope he wins a title at WrestleMania. Put the belt where it belongs on a full-timer who works their fucking ass off. And take it off that steroid freak, weirdo, mountain man. I, I, you know, get out of here, Lesnar. Um, although he's uh, locked in till the summer, uh, supposedly. So he might even win the title at WrestleMania. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. I don't know where they think that's a good idea. Yeah, and I mean, I I know that they're going to be in talks, I guess, to obviously extending his contract because he's 41. I mean, does he really want to go to the UFC and have to deal with all that stuff again? Well, um, what do you think about uh, Conrad's fantasy book, Lesnar versus John Jones? That's that is like. uh... Yeah, and Conor McGregor is the special guest referee. (laughs) Woo! Damn, that's even hot now. Well, that's a match. The, the, I mean, the cool thing about that is it, it would cement Lesnar as a babyface. John Jones is a great heel, right? I mean, that's uh, you know um, that could be that would. I mean, yeah. I, I don't. I really don't think we're going to see that. But that's you're, you're talking WrestleMania, right? When yeah, you're talking UFC. Yeah. No, I'm talking WrestleMania. Um, yeah, I mean, John Jones, he's going to be, he's done for a while. I'll tell you what I don't want to see. I, I, I have no desire to see Ronda Rousey in the WWF. And oh, I, gosh, I, she's, she's close. Too. Zero You're going to see all those interest. girls together, yeah. Oh, God, the, the four lesbians versus, <laughs> I, I, have, I have no desire to see any of the, those MMA broads in, uh, in in a WrestleMania main event. It's not, it's not a main event. Like they're not wrestlers. Only one of them. She's not even good. She sucks. She doesn't sell anything. She's slow. She's boring. I anyway. Um. What else on Raw? 
or SmackDown, gents? Well, we can get into, obviously, the cruiserweight conversation. So, yeah, um, there, there's another note I have um, kind of regarding dirt sheet stuff. We'll get to that after this. Um, but uh, go ahead. What what uh, what cruiserweight news tidbit do we have? Well, as everyone knows, Enzo is the champion, and uh, I, I, he had you know they're doing this actually decent angle where you know nobody can touch him and nobody gets a title shot, and so then they sign Callisto and. They were going to have a match at TLC, and then yeah, what a terrible, what a terrible. Uh... So there's some rumor and innuendo going out that like originally planned was Enzo was going to go over clean on Neville on Monday, and Neville was pissed and walked out on Raw. Then there's reports, rumors, saying that Neville was never even at Raw. And he didn't even do any of the live shows this weekend. Somebody else wrestled Enzo. And so um, there's kind of a little sidebar with Neville. But anyways, with Enzo, they decided to have his championship match against Callisto on Monday night. And they they decided to make it a lumberjack match. And he loses the title to Callisto. But the big talk is obviously... Neville and there's some talk that Neville possibly wanted his release because he wanted to go around doing the indies to like build his his name up like Drew McIntyre did and then come back as obviously a real player and honestly Neville has been more interesting in the last few weeks than ever before yeah I um I I if he in fact did walk out, I, I don't think he's very bright. I mean, he was in the middle of a pretty hot angle, and you know, Ricochet's supposedly signed a deal. Is is signing a deal? Is coming over? You know? Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think he walked out either. Because I mean, they said that he just he wasn't even there. Well, you know, uh, I will say that a, a big build up. Of uh, you know, we signed a new cruiserweight, and here he is, and it's Kalisto. That's terrible. And um, taking the belt off Enzo, putting on a Kalisto, I, I guess, kind of works. Uh, but this whole like you can't touch me thing—it's in my contract. That's so good. Like why? Why couldn't we have let that go on for a couple more weeks, or you know, or till TLC or whatever? And that's the thing. They said he's just going to win it back at TLC anyway. This was pretty much not a, a sympathy win, but a win because of it being Eddie Guerrero's birthday, and uh, that was mainly why they had him go over, supposedly. All right. Yeah, and Enzo's going to win it back. But it would have been great to keep the storyline going. Every week, Kurt Angle brings in a new cruiserweight, and Enzo just happens to keep be- beating him. It would have been great. Yeah, new cruiserweight I, I, Enzo wins. I feel like they're finally on to something with the cruiserweights, and and you know, obviously Enzo More is one of the missing links and one of the key thing, the the glue that's kind of helping it come together. But I, I really think the reason is, you know, you, you've got to take a guy who's somewhat over, you know, in on the main roster. You know, not. I'm not saying they should do this with Finn Balor, but like, like a Finn Balor, and inject them into the cruiserweight division. You know, and don't make it so much of a different thing. You know, I mean, the biggest pops the cruiserweight thing has gotten, you know, are when Braun Strowman came out and attacked him, and when uh, Enzo joined. You know, these are two guys that were on the main roster. Um, I also think that, like, they, I don't know where these UK guys are at. Like, they, they're so interesting. Pete Dunne, mm-hmm. Tyler Bate, you know, and uh, Mustache Mountain. I mean, these guys are really interesting. They're really entertaining. And a, a British mafia of sorts uh, would be really, you know, walking in this sick ass, like, 
you know, snatch-looking suits. I mean, that could be really cool. Lock, stock, two smoking barrels. Let's do this. Uh, you know, I'm I'm in on that. But well, it would have been see that would be cool for them to even do in NXT at that War Games because uh, you know, um, undisputed now. Now, you know, you got those three guys and they're going to face the authors of pain and Roderick Strong. Are, so who's working heel? Uh, I mean, uh, uh, that's what I was confused. But I would have said, you know what? It would have been really cool to bring in also bring in then Tyler Bate, Peter Dunn, the other guys that were attacked. Pete Dunn, the guys that were attacked by them too, yeah. and and now you have a war games. You have you have a couple different teams. I'm uh, I'm reading up on war games because I I'll be honest I I'm a complete jabron. When it, I have no idea what it is. I have war no games idea. Is two teams usually of five on five five guys. It's two rings side by side with a. <laughs> cage over yeah that i know one guy one guy from each team starts every like two three minutes one guy from one of the teams comes in so it's two on one and then it's then another then the other team comes on and it's two on two and then it's three on two and then it's three on three and you know then the last guy comes in and he's the freshest are they just are they just bouncing from ring to ring yeah in in between both and slamming him in the cage and the match doesn't even officially start until the final guy gets in once he gets in then a (laughs) pinfall can occur so the guys that are in there one like the first two guys they're in there the whole entire match which could be you know 30 minutes 40 minutes inside a cage so it's like a Survivor Series Royal Rumble Elimination Chamber hybrid kind of a thing. That's interesting. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see how they they do it. Well, for, I, I for NXT. I'm, I'm going to imagine they're not going to switch too much around. Triple H is, uh, you know, he's a huge fan of the old school. He's not going to mess with that too much. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, something else I read. Um, you guys know who Jimmy Jacobs is? Have you heard that name? Yes. You know, Jimmy, ja- Jimmy Jacobs, uh, former indie talent, uh, Ring, of you Honor. Know, Ring of Honor guy, uh, for the, the last couple of years, maybe more, has been a backstage producer, agent, you know, booker, whatever. Really good buddies with Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Seth Rollins. Um, you know, uh, supposedly he posted a picture on Instagram with. The Bullet Club, and they did their invasion, and he got released. And for being, uh, you know, well, they didn't reveal why he was released, but he released a shirt on Pro Wrestling Tees today or yesterday. It says Unprofessional as the headline. It's like a news article on mm-hmm. the T-shirt. Unprofessional with the article there that he was released. So, you know... Um, this was a, you know, I'll be honest. I love the cease and desist stuff. I love the Young Bucks getting spanked because I feel like those guys are complete clowns and should just do their own thing. And the only thing I hate more than them are their fans because uh, you can't say anything or their fans go crazy. But this seems a little over the top. And maybe there's more to this story than we know. Maybe Jimmy Jacobs, you know... Uh, is performing poorly backstage, or there's other issues at play, you know, that have that have nothing to do with this, and they're not talking about it because they don't want to make the guy look bad. It just the timing seems bad, you know. And uh, I'll be honest, you know, if uh, some other theater company comes and whatever, people are taking pictures with them. What I would like that that I would find that annoying. Uh, I don't know if I'd fire the person over it, but. Um, what do you guys think about this? I I agree yeah, with I you again. Just, I literally just yeah. I think it's a bunch of BS, and that like if that's the reason why he's been released, it's it's a bunch of crap. But if there's more to the story, which there very well could be, or if they even told him like he said, you know, he was going to do it, and somebody said, you know, don't do it. And, like, we'd prefer you not to do it, and he kind of did it anyway, then that's a 
different story, but uh, I think it's garbage. Well, I, it's just adding more to this story with the Young Bucks, and it's giving more publicity yeah. to the Bullet Club. Well, and and I will say, I uh, the cease and desist thing, you know, I was pretty clear about where I stood on that, but letting this guy go, if, if, if in fact, Vince saw that picture and said, fire his ass, that's ridiculous. If he was performing good backstage and he is the his programs he was in charge of are doing well and he's you know the talent is being managed properly respectfully and he's he, he's a good employee he just did that and he's cut loose for that that's uh that's that's bullshit man that's a that's not okay um uh, but you know I don't know there there might be a lot more to the story I, I know if he was in charge of like the cruiserweight division and the purple ropes then you have something there <laughs> but if he's taking a picture with some of his buddies yeah he actually is in charge of writing all of Nakamura's promos yeah that and was then his. you got then you have <laughs> Uh, a valid complaint there um but you know who knows with these things i mean like you find out years later that like somebody you know had a drinking problem or somebody you know sexually harassed somebody and 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 they kept it quiet they just let the person go like i'm not saying any of that happened i don't i don't know jimmy jacobs i'm not saying he's a drunk and a pervert i don't know him but you know if there is other stuff going on and there and the timing is just you know, uh, fishy. Well, then you know that's uh, that's a bummer. Uh, Man, you've been does... watching too much on that uh, that big wig movie director guy, huh? <laughs> hey, how can you not? How can you not watch the Harvey Weinstein, Weinstein stuff, <laughs> uh, bro? I know so many people who worked under him. Uh, <laughs> and, Literally, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's. Awful. Thank God, thank God, it's over for him. Um, yeah. But no, seriously though, uh, you know, in reference to this, I mean, you know, for all we know, there could be other other stuff at play, and this was the straw that broke the camel's back. You know, maybe he was performing, underperforming for a long time. Um, you know, a lot of these young guys, they come in, they don't jive with the new gen, with the old generation. You know, but um. Well, what do we got next? We got TLC in two weeks. Is is Monday the go home show? Yes. Uh, yeah. Wow. Wow. All right. And, yes, and then we're and, on to Survivor Series. Yeah, and then that's it, right? We got TLC and then Survivor Series. Survivor Series and then Starcade. So we're obviously gonna see the New Day and the Usos together against another another foursome at Survivor Series. Or another five some. Five, sure. Yes. Um, and yeah, then you'll probably see the shield and teaming up with somebody like Braun Strowman and uh, no, it'll be the shield. The Miz. It'll be the shield with uh, Jason Jordan and, and Matt Hardy, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I mean yeah. those those th that's the only thing I'll say is those Survivor Series matches kind of write themselves. I really do hope we get. A Team Raw versus Team SmackDown match again. I mean, that was such a hit. And if that's the case, Team Raw is basically the Shield and two, and you know, a couple of guys, right? I mean, did they did they say they were not going to have the Starcade anymore, or they they are still doing it? No, they're going to have it, but it's not going to be televised, supposedly. Is it, it was on this page. I went to this page where I saw the pay per views and or the event list last time it was on here and now it's not on here so i wasn't sure well i'm gonna i'm gonna say i you know uh i'm still gonna stand by eric with this uh charlotte getting the rub at starcade i i like that and i want to i want to i'm gonna stand firm with that um yeah and her daddy shows up and that would be beautiful you know uh gather and totally and Arn. And, and JJ and Tully's Coke dealer. Oops, too far. <laughs> and uh, Ooh, the guy, yeah, that, he, got from, the he got it from the he got it from the Dolphins coach. Is, uh, yeah, the Dolphins coach. Oh, that is so good. <laughs> that is Woo! so good. 
That's bad. Yeah, we didn't talk about um, as well. Um, Emma gets the the pleasure of getting her ass. Come on, by we know what that Russia. is. We know what that is. I mean, that is yeah. as that, it doesn't get any more picture perfect squash mash than that. Um, they're you know they're gonna book her so strong. I don't want her to lose ever. You know, I I don't think she'll lose. Um, for at least a year. I, I don't see her losing at, at WrestleMania. I don't see her losing before that or after that mm. in the next year. And we've, talked no, about, uh, and we've talked about this with her, too. That, yeah. And I've heard other people mention this as well, that um, for her and Nakamura of the same background of being able to obviously, you know, they're limited with what they can say, but with her promos... She's ten times better than what Nakamura can do on the mic. You know, just the way she can, you know, convey everything. Her yes. facial expressions, the way she can. Yes. Talk. She doesn't have to say many words, but she cuts better promos. I don't and, know. I, I don't know if it's because she's. I, I'm, this is going to sound misogynistic, but it's it's not meant to sound. I I, I don't know if it's because she's a woman, and I've, and I, we're not used to women having that. Being booked at this strong and having that swagger, like when she's wearing the pantsuit with the with the with the title on her shoulder, and she's like strutting, it's like it's like <laughs> funny, it's badass, it's hilarious, it's cool, it's a million things, and I've never seen it before. Nakamura, it's like we've seen a lot of strong, silent type men, you know. So you know, there's does that make sense? What I'm saying there, I feel like the bar is a little lower. Uh, the actual bar, not Seamus and Cesaro, uh, is yeah. a little lower for her. Um, well, I'm very excited for Asuka. I think she's uh, going to instantly be the biggest star on Raw. And I hope. So, that- what is what is TLC shaping up to be? Pretty much. Um, well, I mean, well, we already know the one match. We already know yeah. the one match. No we tag title. A cruiserweight match. There's, yeah. there won't Aaron be Corbin versus somebody. There's going to be no, I mean, there's going to be the tag titles aren't on the line. No tag titles. The US no IC title not on the title or IC. No heavyweight title online. Why aren't the tag it, titles on the line? They're they, the Shield. They're in the Shield. They're in the Shield. Oh wait, wait, wait. Yeah, I was thinking of SmackDown. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. you're talking about Baron Corbin. Jesus Christ! He's like Baron Corbin's not going to be there. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it's going to be. Gonna defend it. And 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 you can tell oh, that's, that's why God that's damn. why also <laughs> they've been building up the uh, cruiserweight division over the last couple weeks because. That's going to be one of your main, obviously, your main title match at TLC. Um, I am going to go watch uh, Total Bellas right now, and I, Dude, I go I, watch NXT. I, I got to say, guys, if you're not watching Total Bellas, you're missing out. Daniel Bryan is a saint. Of course, he is. That's He's all. a sweet face. Mr. Sweetface, you clearly watched. Is, Total is this the one that uh, the Bellas brother? Gets his chest waxed or something. Oh God! If that's what happens, I don't know if I want to watch anymore. But uh, I, I don't know. I, I have no idea. Is the uh, is the brother still separated from his wife? <laughs> I mean, that's such a work. Or is that last? Season? That is such a work. That's this season. That's this season. I'm sorry, but his wife really pisses me off. She's such a she's a kind of whore. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> she. she uh, <laughs> She definitely wants to be famous and is enjoying yeah. her time in the spotlight. Yeah, it's I don't know if that makes her uh, promiscuous. A whore. She's a whore. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, with, that should be the name of this, that's the name of this episode. <laughs> She's a whore. Um, all right, guys. It's been a good one. Uh, next week, Go Home Show will predict TLC. Uh, hopefully, we'll get some titles on the line. Shit. Just you saying this... Makes me think we're not going to have any gold on the line. Well, what's the women? We got one Is there women's? Go. Alexa and Mickey have a title match, right? Ooh, ooh. Yeah, that's kind of a bummer. <laughs> yeah, ooh. Mickey looks great though. I mean, yeah, wow, I mean, she's had a kid and yeah, she's hot. Everything. I, I wish her friggin' man would come over to the WWE. 
We're talking about Mickey Magnus. J- a- Aldis, Nicky, Nicky Aldis. Magnus. His real name is Nick Aldis. Yes, okay. He's like a British guy, right? Yeah. Um, he's got to be a stud. I mean, if she's uh she's You've gorgeous. never seen him? No, I don't watch that shit. Uh, oh, yeah. He's, he's good. He's good. Good-looking guy? Um, yeah, in a non-faggot kind of way, yeah. Wait, whore, fag, <laughs> Jesus Christ. This, has um, gone, this episode has gone to hell in a hurry. Um, no, I'm saying me. I mean, I'm just, yeah. I'm you can, you can say a guy is good-looking. Does it mean you're putting from the rough? Of it? Yeah, Jesus, I mean. Sure. All right, all right, all right. So Nick Aldis... Is he still wrestling? Uh, I'm sure on the independent. Or but he's not in like, TNA or Global Force. No, or he's no longer with Global Force or TNA. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I wonder why he doesn't come over. Hmm. All right, well, let's finish this up. It's exactly an hour. Perfect. Um, guys, it's been real. I'll talk to you later. Yeah, let's all, let's close this out fisting each other. Beautiful. <laughs> wait, wait, I want to cease I'm, and assist. I'm gonna or, fist. Or, I'm gonna fist Kevin, and Eric's gonna cease and assist me. All right. See you next week. TLC, go home. Sierra. Hotel. Echo. India. Bravo. Echo. Lima. Delta. Delta. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>